Welcome back to your weekly episode of Generation Perspective. Your lung-loving football lads are here, the Burns and Yuli. <laughs> so you decided to eat the mic at the beginning. After all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to eat it, but... So, is it just me or... Is, uh, did Almiron kind of just disappear when he went to England? I think he did. Uh... I mean, he was a pretty big, not, I don't want to say a star, but he was a pretty uh, well-known player at Atlanta. Yeah. And then he goes to Newcastle, and he has a pretty good amount of appearances, but his goals scoring are pretty sad. Yeah, well, what's weird to me is that he wasn't really the star. I mean, everybody was praising Martinez. He was yeah. a really good supplement, and I thought that by him going to Newcastle, that's what he was going to be. He was going to find, like, a striker and yeah. mix really well and blend in and, right. and just become a really good, you know, supplement to the yeah. team. You know, he, yeah. I never saw him as a strong finisher. Yeah. I mean, he could finish, but mm-hmm. he was never that player. Yeah, because... Um, as far as I know, he has 53 official uh, Newcastle appearances, and he's only scored four goals. So. 53? Yeah. Four goals? And four goals in those appearances. I wonder what his assists look like. Yeah, I didn't really look up those, because um, he is a playmaker. Yeah. But Newcastle isn't doing that doing that well. So They haven't done that well since Santiago Munez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason they were up in the... In like near Champions League or yeah. Europe, they were area. they were they were providing Real Madrid players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, MLS playoffs, man. So, I just want to touch a little bit on the league because you know it's coming to an end. We're in playoffs, and mm-hmm. honestly, to me, the two games that I think are going to be worth watching and worth following around. Obviously, the first one, I'm biased. It's going to be LAFC versus Seattle. Yeah. But that's always been a good matchup since the beginning. Since the inception of LAFC, the first game was like, it was a 1-0. Right. Rossi scored, but it was like a heavy, it, it was like heavily offensive, like, you know? Yeah. There, there was a ton of attacking on both sides, and I feel like it's going to be the same thing. And Seattle is that sleeping giant in the playoffs. They really are. Um, even on paper, just LAFC versus Seattle just looks like a very, very good clash. Yep. So I think that's going to be a very good playoff game for sure. Yeah. My number two is Red Bulls versus Columbus. Okay. I think that's going to be an interesting one. I think Columbus, you know, with Zardes, yeah. which was a great acquisition from Galaxy. Definitely. Galaxy was really not smart by giving Zardes away. I was pretty mad when they actually they're, sold him. They're pretty stupid for letting that guy go and picking up... Kamara. Kamara. Remember that guy? I remember Kamara. Oh, my God. Yeah, that dude... Yeah, yeah. let's not get into him. Let's yeah. Not, let's <laughs> not get personal with the players. <laughs> uh, but you mentioned to me earlier, before we even got on the podcast, uh, uh, regarding uh, Ruiz Diaz. Yes. So, I, I think that's going to throw us into, like, the international break. Yeah. Um, well... I feel like Raul Ruiz hasn't been the same player since he arrived at um, Seattle. Cause in uh, in Monarcas, he was a he was a great player in Morelia. He actually was their best player. He took them to playoffs that year that he was there. The year after that that he was there, 
and then he was sold to Seattle. And Seattle, he's he's scoring goals. He's scoring goals. Of his uh, I think he's been there. Uh, I'm not mistaken. The man's been there for about two years. Yeah, two seasons. And he, I'm pretty sure he's one of their top scorers. Yeah. Uh, in Seattle, but where's where is he with Peru right now? Yeah, it's not. I I mean, if you think about it, him being in the in the Mexican league and and putting in work like that and coming to the MLS, a lot of players underestimate the MLS. Yeah, they don't realize that there's there's some pretty legit players. Yeah, you know? there's talent. They, yeah, there's talent, especially mm-hmm. defensively. It's it's yeah. very underrated, but there's teams that do well because of their defense, and. You know they come in les pesa like it's heavy. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty. I guess it just catches them off guard. Yeah. What the workload's actually gonna be. Right. And for him to leave the Mexican league, come to the MLS, have that workload on his back, mm-hmm. have an international break. Yeah. It it's people are looking at him, but they're looking at him for the wrong reasons. Like, yeah. This, this dude's tired. Like right now, it's you're not gonna see him make a difference. Yeah, and I think he's in his thirties, so <laughs> this dude's that, tired. Yeah, he's he's pretty, especially having to be one of the their known players. Yeah, in Peru, and I mean when it comes to football, everybody knows that thirty is like old. Yeah, you're <laughs> seasoned. You're, I guess you can say <laughs> you're a veteran. Yeah, you're a veteran. Jesus Christ, make it sound like they're seventy. Uh, but that game, the Chile Peru game, was pretty shocking because uh, Chile won two zero. Yeah. And guess uh, who's on, who was on the score sheet? The obvious. Uh, the, the, the obvious. The obvious. <laughs> Mr. Vidal. Mr. Vidal. But where was he when in Barca? Why wasn't he scoring goals like that? I think it just comes down to chemistry, man. It, it's the same thing that everybody questions when when Messi steps away yeah. from Barca and goes into you know playing for Argentina. Yeah. It's the same thing. And it, it comes down to chemistry with the team and a lot of people question Messi when they have the whole CR7 versus Messi conversation because the argument's always going to be the same thing well we've never seen him at another team yeah so how do we know who's the best in the world if only one guy has proven he could go to another team and make a difference like that or play at the same level and we already see him step away from Barca yeah go to Argentina and he can't he can't uh he, I also he, think because he makes a difference. He does make a difference, but I think there's just a lot of, uh, how do I put this? Pressure. No, not pressure. There's a lot of uh, individual players that are very good individually. Uh, Di Maria. Di Maria. Yeah. Now you got Lautaro Martinez. Yeah. Is it? Isn't Dybala? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Dybala's from yeah. Argentina. So you got these players that are. Dybala just feels like his replacement at this point. Yeah. Honestly. Basically. And it's I'm pretty sure it's Messi's used to people uh, passing him the ball and having him distribute the balls. Yeah. Now you have somebody like Dybala who plays around the same way as Messi. So um, I'm pretty sure they don't put him in at the same time just because they play the same position. But you got a lot of uh, players that are individual players in Argentina yeah. that are known to be playmakers for their teams back at in the clubs. So they come to Argentina and you mix them together. It's not a good mix. Well, that's what you learn as you watch football. Yeah. From when you're from when you're younger to as you get older and more experienced, mm-hmm. that's the first thing you start noticing is when you're little and they tell you to put your dream team together, right? Mm-hmm. At the time, I would have been like, oh, Ronaldinho, 
Cristiano, Messi, mm-hmm. all these huge names, Kaká, like all these fucking enormous names yeah. are going to go into the squad. And little me is like, oh, I'm going to fucking wreck the yeah, world exactly. with this squad, right? Then you get older and you think that would never work. Yeah, that's not exactly. going to fucking work, dude. That's too exactly. many heads clashing. And a lot of people don't see that. So when big teams like Juve, Barca, Real, when they pick up these players, they pick up these players because they're the best from that team. So, you, like, I want to throw out Pjanic. Yeah. Pjanic and Juve, technically in the world in Juve, he's, like, not a whatever player, but he's not your go-to player to score goals. Yep. But you take him to his international in Bosnia, he's number 10, he's a playmaker, yeah. he's a goal scorer. Yeah. So, when you, once you mix him with other big players, it's, like, it's kept getting chemistry with other players that are also... Around your same because level. Because everyone, everyone thinks they're doing the right thing exactly. in that moment. Exactly. So when you get a lot of players that are that are seasoned, mm-hmm. right? They're veterans. And on top of that, they're, they're, they've are they got a big head on their shoulders. Yeah. Rightfully so, because they're yeah. good. But it's too many people thinking they're doing the right thing. And they're exactly. all doing different things, dude. It, it's it's that bottleneck effect. Look at Griezmann. Oh, look yeah, at, that's a big... Look at Griezmann in Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Look at Griezmann now. He's nowhere to be found. That's not the same Griezmann He's I used not. to watch, dude. Mm-hmm. I used to get excited to watch this guy play. Now, I see him step on the pitch, and I'm like, you just get sad. I I, I just know I'm gonna get disappointed. Yeah, you know, it was it was like like Chicharo season, There's... basically. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he stepped on, I'm like, oh, here we go again. I don't want to get into that guy again. <laughs> uh, but there was a, I did hear something about this week in the international, um, that some one of Griezmann's, uh, like friends from France and the in the team, they said something about Messi, saying that basically Messi thinks he's all that, and that's why Griezmann can't play correctly. Messi, Messi is all that is exactly. the problem, and Griezmann needs to embrace it because you're you're playing with a world class mm-hmm. player. You kind of have to bow down in the yeah. time. If you don't like it, go to another fucking club. Exactly, and. A lot of players are saying, if you can't adapt to play with Messi, just get out. Yeah. You're, you're, you're really not... You're, you're going to throw your career away. Yeah, He's you wasting. Really are. He, he is technically at the age where he should be in his prime. Mm-hmm. And he's going to waste <clears throat> his prime years on living in a shadow. And if you really feel that way, and yeah. you're telling your buddies in France that, get the fuck out of there, dude. Yeah. It's not good for you. That's how I feel that... I feel Iwain, um was in the same boat every time he landed in the same team with Cristiano. That's rough. On Real Madrid... Yeah. Cristiano was in shadow. Cristiano was always overcoming him. He Juve. goes to Juve, same thing. What did Higuain? He left. He left. He was there one season and then he and, left. And where did he go? And then he ended up in Inter Miami in MLS. Watch Cristiano go Cristiano to might end up at Inter Miami. <laughs> might, he might end up there and he's going to kick him can, out too. Beckham can pull some strings. Definitely. Man. Especially if they... You got Beckham who played on Manchester. Ronaldo played on Manchester. You got Beckham that played on Real Madrid. Ronaldo is... A fucking historic figure in Real Madrid right now. So, yeah, it's 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 only in the meantime where you see this guy in playing in the U.S. just for money. But I I think what's also fun about these international breaks is that yeah, it's fun to see like a, a lot of the big names get together, mm-hmm. you know, with their country. Yeah, but you see a lot of up, like up and coming players, and you kind of get to watch some some big names shit the bed. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about for Spain. <laughs> Jeez, man. How? how? 
that they basically tell you just sh- pick a spot, score it. Yeah, but you miss twice, twice <laughs> in the same game. In the same game, it happens, man. Like Jeez. that's that's what's beautiful about the sport is is what should have been your your sure thing, right? Yeah. Statistically, the the for sure guy, the go to. Oh, he's gonna score it. Physically. Fucking misses twice. Physically also because I'm pretty sure it's a lot harder <laughs> to score with your head in the air than to score a damn PK. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, the pressure's on, but still, <laughs> you, you know, got the goalie right in front of you. You know what? That kind of leads me to talking about, like, the pressure and all that. Yeah. I just want to understand what goes through these teams' heads. And I'm going to revert back to Mexico at this point uh-huh. of the international break is... They know they can win the game. Right. They have the strategy to win the game. Right. They've got the players to win the game. Right. And they decide to do it last second. I've never understood teams like that. Why? Why? If if Mexico could have scored three goals in four fucking minutes, I I thought I wasn't watching the game. I get notifications for games. Right. I thought I was getting notifications for like three different games. Yeah. And I look at my phone and it says three fucking two full time. And I'm like, holy shit. Yep. <laughs> and I look at like the time card and it's like minute 60 something, 60 something, 70 something. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why couldn't you guys do that at the beginning? In the first half. <laughs> like, why get scored on and start losing and then decide, oh, okay, well, we'll turn around real quick. Let's just get it done. I honestly don't understand that either. It's like, it takes me back to the Champions League game with Real Madrid. Why wake up oh, at the end? Oh, man. Why wake up that at the end? That one was such a heartbreaker. I, I was so, as a Barca fan, watching that game, I was so happy when they scored that last goal. I was like, dude, they tied yep. it. That's fucking incredible. And then, and then they took it off. <laughs> Bar. But that's, that's where it goes to back to your question. Why wait? Why wait? Why wait? I, <laughs> I understand that you can go in with a tactic... You know, especially, like, looking at the coaches. As a coach, you're yeah. thinking, oh, let's conserve energy. Or, hey, let's play more right. defensive on this end and, and catch them off guard on that end. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that works if you can trust your defense. Yeah. And if you don't get scored on. Exactly. But don't let two get into the fucking net before you start trying. Before you start waking up <laughs> and decide, you know what? If we lose this game against this team... We're gonna look horribly wrong. Why don't you just think that way from the get go? Yeah, I I I did feel for Ramos for missing the two PKs, but at the same time, it, it's like you want to see those things. It's like a train wreck. Like yeah, you, you wanna you, you know you shouldn't look at it, but you you want to watch. It happens to the best players and a lot of times to the worst players. What I want to see is how Suarez is gonna react. In his next match. In the next club match? Yep. Oh, man, that's going to be a great game. Suarez versus Barca. Yep, you got Barca versus Suarez. It's not even Atletico versus Barca anymore in my head. I'm just that game, just looking at, yeah. the, at the crest. I'm like, oh, shit, Suarez versus Barca. And you know for sure he's, he's going to start. Man. Oh, yeah. He's going to score. 100%. I honestly, I don't think he's going to celebrate, but I really wish he would. Because they didn't show him any appreciation whatsoever Mm -hmm. they for the player that he was for is exactly and this guy was their goal scorer he was their he's a gunner man yeah i will will forever say that he 
it was a mistake to let him go. Huge and, mistake. And again, as a Barcelona fan, I kind of hope they lose this one. Bro, I would. I, it would kind of please. It's a, it's the weirdest, most masochist feeling I've ever had. It's like I want to watch my team lose, just get wrecked, yeah, completely. And, and I want. By the I want him to at least. I want Suarez to at least score a brace, at least two goals. Yeah, definitely. Just, just because I don't understand why Barca sold him in the first place. They literally had nobody to fill his position. Like, who are you gonna put there? They have Griezmann. But he doesn't even... He's not even playing that position now. And he's there. He doesn't play it. If anything, they're putting Messi up as a striker, as a number nine. Uh, Messi, that's not him. I will never, never understand some of the decisions that some of these clubs make. I know. It's, it's, it's insane. But speaking about Suarez, he... Um, Uruguay did play uh, this... This week in the Comebol, um, which is the qualifying for uh, for the World Cup against Colombia, nice. they did win three zero. So it leads me to another question: uh, Where's James Rodriguez? Yeah. Where's Cuadrado? Yeah, that that, co- that the Colombia game. looked really weak, man. They this was this is the Colombia that was. A team that you thought was maybe gonna win the World Cup, or not? Not even. I don't want to say get win. close. Get very close. Super close. Closer than you get, imagined. Get get further than like Mexico ever has. Oh, the, I, I felt that did. way. Did they? In no, the... I felt like they would have. Yeah, yeah. Like I felt like they they could have gotten pretty far. Not Croatia far, but like close. Close. Pretty like close, quarters. like Russia far. Yeah, Russia far. There you yeah. go, like Russia, Russia far. Yeah, that's pretty much how I saw that. Yeah. Like, you know what? They they could get there. Yeah, and that's why I'm just asking, like, where is James Rodriguez? Where was he in this game? Because he, he started the game. He fell off when he joined Real Madrid, big time. He fell off when he joined Real Madrid. Yeah. It, these big club names just get into players' heads. It's yeah. weird. And and it's crazy because it could be a big club in any league that gets in their head. Look at Antuna. Yeah. Look at the trouble he's getting into, his his gameplay. Like, it, he's good. He's helping Chivas. Yeah. But the fact that it's Chivas, like, it got to his fucking yeah. head. It's like they say in Mexico, pesa la camisa. Yep. And for James, le peso in round. It was too much. It was way too... It was... And plus, yeah, number ten. So, yeah. you have you have that number on your back. You know, I have a lot of respect for a lot of German players mm-hmm. because these these German players aren't like that. I feel like German players walk into any league, play for any fucking top team, yeah. and they're gonna perform like they did for their country. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy how they yeah. just blend, bro. I, like like I look at Cro- uh, Tony Cruz, uh, I look at um, Royce, mm. I look at uh, just there's. They just, uh, Thomas San, Mueller, Leroy Sané at Manchester City. And they just perform. Which now is that fire. They just, yeah. they're these players that it's like, they're, they're going to do their job if mm-hmm. you acquire them. I don't know why more people don't look into them. And, I mean, Germany has always been a really tough team. Yeah. This, I mean, against, in this, the whole. I think they were tired. I'm pretty sure, but there's always that. I don't know if, you, I don't, I don't know if you've heard that. Um, so when you become champion in the World Cup, in the following World Cup, you don't make it past group stages. And it's been a curse for decades. Really? Yes. Except for Brazil. Brazil's the only one that, because it's Brazil. But. Honestly, 
it, it's sad to hear that because when Mexico beat Germany, that you know, yeah, after, I was like, oh, we we won. Mm-hmm. Like this, that, was, that was the cup for me. See, and I that's was like, holy shit, we took them down. And then they lost the game after that. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, oh, they suck. Like, I, we didn't win it by that much either. I think to me, their best, I think where I honestly, I felt they had the biggest chance of becoming champion was... When they beat Brazil, like so, 7-1? No, South Africa. Oh. When, um, was, when we got... That was Spain. When we got our fucking asses, like... Um, betrayed not betrayed but like they just screwed us over with the whole Holland I guess oh, Netherlands. the Netherlands que no era penal <laughs> to this day no era penal 10 years later had, had VAR existed had VAR existed man uh, we would have been talking about a pretty elite Mexican yes, team making I, it further. that squad was solid that was it that squad that, was so that solid was, that was I feel like the best squad Mexico has had in mm-hmm. years dude in and decades and what's <laughs> What's so funny about that is that they barely pushed in to qualify for the World Cup. The Chilena from Raul Jimenez was what put them into yeah. the World Cup. Yeah. Because they were on their way out. Oh, and that's when they that, brought in... That goal, man. That's when they brought in Pio Herrera to take over the, the Selección Mexicana because they weren't going to make it. Yeah. So, so what um, El Piojo did, he, is, he brought all of majority of America players that he had because they were all Mexican. That's when yep. he had Diego Reyes, Raul Jimenez, Miguel Ayun, Paul Aguilar, and they were all in the same team. And he brought them and he mixed them with Chapito Montes and um, El Guli Peña. And he made a hell of a team. He did. Hell of a team. And they got, and I really, I strongly believe they would have been champ. They, I really strongly believe they would have been Spain in the final. Do you think so? Yes. I don't know, man. The chemistry that Mexico I- had and the way that they were playing... I think they, they would have, have the put balls. up a fight, but I think it would have been like a two-one, and and Spain wins. Spain wins. I think I think we still would have lost against Spain. I think we would have got far yeah. enough to the final. Yeah, I had a feeling that it's like okay, this is a final team. Yeah, this is a team that can. It, it's a Croatia. Yeah, <laughs> it's what Croatia was last time. You know. And what's funny is that Holland made it to the final, and oh, that shouldn't shit. have been them. That should have been Mexico. That really should have been Mexico. Yeah, if you if you really think about it, if you really think about it, Mexico technically would have beat the Netherlands, which would have put them in quarters. Would have put them in quarters and would have made Spain nervous. Because mm-hmm. Spain would have been like, "Oh, that's that's kind of weird. Like that's yeah. they're creeping up. Like yeah. that's a weird way. That's a weird team to go up against to yeah. begin with. You know what I mean? Especially having a record of not advancing past the fifth game." Or fourth game. That's the worst, man. So it's like we're cursed. Very, very. And this next World Cup, I don't, I don't see it. We're still far from it, thankfully. Yeah. I, I see a couple of players, not enough players to say we have a team though. Mm-mm. I agree. I, I don't I even agree. see the coach at this point. I look at, I look at Mexican coaches right now, and I'm like, mm, I, I just don't see someone. They still leading. got Atlanta's old coach, so, I mean, he, I don't, I don't want to blame him. But he he is having a hard time choosing players just because a lot of the players, top players that you can would consider top players for Mexico, they're they're getting seasoned. Yeah, but knowing knowing Mexico, they're the type to like sack him and be like, mm, "Fuck it, Tuca, you go." Yeah, just go. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Why him?" <laughs> no, but it, it's gonna be. It's like now we gotta go to Qatar and get yelled at. <laughs> Basically, because like. 
right now, who would you put in the behind the goal? I don't know. I I would only the only player that comes to mind is Ochoa. Yeah, his and, last World Cup. And yeah, he's he's on his way out, man. So it's like, and after him, who are you gonna pick? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's no like there's the no... bigger names. They're seasoned also, like Corona, Talavera. They're seasoned. Well, I Talavera seems a little too inconsistent for me. Oh hell yeah, Corona is too old. Yes, like it's just Ochoa. Talavera would be the perfect backup, in my opinion. But even then, I would probably hesitate because he has his games. But he has the most childish mistakes. They're yeah. just like, bro, why? Yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's going to be an interesting World Cup for Mexico. Um, I really am. I can't wait to see what starting uh, 11 he puts up for the whole World Cup. Yeah. Um, but knowing Mexico, knowing how the players that they have because they're all around the same level of playing, there's going to be a lot of um, switching up every game. Yep. Because that's how Mexico's been for the past, like, 10 years. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking speaking of seasoned players, I I continue to be amazed by the legend. Uh-huh. Six foot four, I think. Long hair. Long hair. He's, he reminds you of a lion when he lets go of his hair. Slatan Ibrahimovic. Yep. What the fuck, dude? Like, what the hell this is he guy's drinking? like 70 already. <laughs> he should be coaching. And he knows it. Yeah. Because he's gone to the media several times mm-hmm. and said, I could play, I feel like I could play till I'm 60. Jeez. Straight up, dude. And I'm, you know what? I'm starting to believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with, with the goals he's been scoring and how he's playing. He still scored in his last game with Milan. Milan Although, is still undefeated. Although he has the most missed penalties that season. I don't even care. <laughs> like, he's missed so many penalties. But at his age, doing what he's doing at a team like that. He doesn't even care that he's missing those penalties. He doesn't go fuck. Yeah. He doesn't. <laughs> he's just playing against himself right now. <laughs> and and I think the, the competition of him versus himself is keeping Milan undefeated, <laughs> undefeated. dude. It, it makes no sense to me. <laughs> oh, my God. He is... Uh... Nobody's like him, man. He... He won me over a hundred percent. I will buy Ibra jerseys. I will. I want an Ibra jersey for every club he's been at. Yeah, because <laughs> that be dude. Amazing. That dude is a legend. Dude, a, an Ajax Ibra jersey. That's fire, super man. retro. I would it love that. Be so sick. I can, I can hook you up with a guy that can get that for you. Can you really? Yes, I can. Can you think you could shout him out? Yeah, shout him out. He's he's uh I've been buying a lot of my jerseys from um recently. It's actually let me look him up real quick. Um, he has a he has an Instagram, right? Yeah. Nice. His Instagram is Yeah, let's throw some support, man, for our five listeners. It's BV underscore jerseys. <laughs> this dude, he will get you B as in boy, B as in Victor? Yeah. Uh, B as a boy, B as in Victor underscore jerseys. Uh he will get you anywhere from soccer jerseys to basketball jerseys and then baseball jerseys. Oh, so he's he's got yeah. main sports. He does. And I personally, I've gotten a retro David Beckham jersey from PSG, 32, yeah, number 32. The, the PSG one. And then I got a retro Cristiano Ronaldo, the black ver- the black uh, kit that he had in 2014, I yeah. want to say. And I also got, um, I got newer jerseys that are coming out now, like the Ajax one, the gold and black Ajax one, which oh, is so beautiful. sick. You know, I like so the black sick. and gold that's been yeah. going on lately. The Barca one's beautiful. The Barca too. was really nice. I bought those for my brothers, and yeah. they look really nice. Well, really, really nice. I, I'm going to have to get an old school 
Ajax one mm -hmm. with Ibra on the back. And I'm probably going to get a Chelsea jersey, the blue one. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Yokohama Tire one. Yeah. That one's beautiful. That one's really nice, too. I, I saw someone wearing one yesterday, and I was like, man, I got to get me one. Yeah, I have the mask nice. already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, like, pretty dope. Um, and then he... Uh, he actually got one of my my barber. He actually got him a retro Ronaldinho Milan jersey. That's amazing. The black and red stripe. The black and red stripe. Oh, so sick. Long one of sleeve. The nicest jerseys. Man. Long sleeve too. Beautiful. So sick. Did but he yeah. get a name? He got Ronaldinho. Yeah, Ronaldinho nice. got the name and the number and everything nice. on the back of it. And the patches too. He got because he you can pick your patches. Yeah. I don't know how this guy does it, but you can pick your patches. You can put Champions League patches, or you can put like the Liga patches. I don't care how he does it. It's, it's amazing so that he's sick. doing it. It's so sick. And the like the quality of the jerseys are really good yeah they're really good well so, i would out, recommend them shout out to bb jerseys man let's let's get him some sales yep <laughs> he's actually doing a giveaway so hop on his uh, instagram and if uh just share it right just share it follow and share and follow share and tag three of your friends and there is no limit on how many times you, you can you won answer. one right yeah i won one sweet and his first damn, giveaway. i'm so lazy i i need to start doing those i see all my friends winning stuff yeah. i saw one of my friends win like that candy dip for like mm -hmm. the, the beer and then someone else won um what they win they won like a like a box of like candies or something that's sick i'm like dude like you know, girls are always winning makeup and shit. Yeah. I'm like, I want to win something. Well, it's like the same about the lottery. You got to be in it to win it. So I thought, I thought it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> They're really giving it away. <laughs> I used to think that about radio. It's like, Dude, oh, my... you just won this, this and that. Yeah. Come pick it up. You never go pick it up. <laughs> I actually won something from oh, really? radio before. Yeah. Did you actually pick it up? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it was money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go pick up $500. 100%. Yeah, man. I don't know. I back to you know Serie A. Uh, just to wrap things up, Slatan still doing work. Mm -hmm. Fucking legend. I love that guy, man. Amazing. Juve close to the top four. Yeah. In fifth right now. Fifth place. I have no doubt that this season is gonna be Milan and Juve just fighting for just first fighting place first. the entire season, mm -hmm. bro. Because Juve, they're not gonna have an issue getting the to first or second. I don't think so. Either. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it being a struggle, dude. Yeah. At all. You know? Especially Cristiano back. Cristiano now has the antibody, yeah. which is scarier than Cristiano pre COVID. <laughs> <laughs> post COVID is fucking. And Slatan is post COVID. Also. That's yeah. gonna be fucking freaky, man. You think that had something to do with it? Maybe. That's why. I, I mean, I think right now there's, you know, with, with COVID, with how it's been affecting mm -hmm. football in general. There's so many limitations, and it's weird because instead of instead of COVID taking away, I guess some players are glad that they're being taken away because right. they get to rest. Yeah. But I thought COVID was gonna make things slower. Yeah. But now we're getting more football than ever. Now That's it's true. now it's like I I have like there's a game almost mm -hmm. every fucking day of the week that I'm at least a little interested in watching, yep. and. That's good for us yeah. as viewers, but I think about the players and I'm like, fuck, you guys must be done. And I and I can see how they're pushing it and pushing it and pushing players because when did you see the Liga Americans playing on a Monday? Never. And they play on Mondays and they like... They, the the um, day we went for, for that 5K. Yeah. We came back home and they 
They were playing. Playing. We're like, there's a game there's today. There's a game on fucking what Monday, bro. Fuck? On Monday. <laughs> like it's fucking American football or something. <laughs> They're just switching them off. And I didn't even know. I guess they were still playing the Copa Mekis, which is their knockout uh, Copa in the yeah. Mexican League. But they weren't putting that on TV, so I wasn't really um, watching it. But I guess they were doing it still. And there's, there's, just, there's enough soccer to go around right now yeah. for a lot of people, you know? I love it. Yeah. I just I just feel kind of bad for the players. Oh, definitely. They are... you, even if you weren't a workhorse, you fucking are now. Like, oh, hell you, yeah. You are a workhorse now. You're going to play. Um, It kind of takes me to um, what Tony Cruz said in an interview. I'm trying to look for it's what It's Cruz, Cruz right? Said. Yeah, Tony Cruz. 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 Or if you want to be Cross. Like... No, it's Cruz. Cruz? Mm-hmm. Cruz? I've been wrong Yeah. for... Years? Yeah. It's, it's Tony Cruz. <laughs> Why didn't anyone correct me? It's fucking bullshit. It's Tony Cruz. Or if you want to be like uh, like Ramos and call him Antonio. 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 I'm going to call him Antonio Croce. <laughs> uh, I can't find exactly what he said, um, but he did say in an interview that right now that they're basically just like... Um, play rest, play rest, play rest. No, that they are like mannequins to kind of like toys to the wefa or like puppets yeah puppets to yeah. like the wefa and uh and fifa right now because of how much they're putting them to work yeah he said in an interview i can't really quote what he said because i can't find I, it but i thought i saw something like that he there's a lot of complaints yeah. dude there's a uh, uh, jurgen klopp mm-hmm. he's come out to the media several times saying hey we need to get our five substitutions back first mm-hmm. of all why the fuck did you guys take that yeah. there's more injuries than ever yeah and this dude literally wants to scale back some of the game. It's like, yeah. hey, you guys either extend the game so that they're further out. Who cares if it goes beyond what the season is supposed to end at, right. quote unquote. And nobody's listening. Nobody's like, listening. Keep fucking playing. Shut the fuck up. And I would, <laughs> and I would really, I would really like if they would bring that back, just because COVID. Like any player can get COVID and they're out for fourteen days. Yeah. So you can't use them. So you have to, you have to use alternatives, alternatives, oh, alternatives. And, and sometimes and, and, if you have a team that doesn't have a bench. In a way, that's kind of good though, because there's teams that are discovering players that are good. That's off true. The bench, and they're mm-hmm. like, you know, so and so got COVID, so and so got injured, right? And then this so and so got a yellow card, so he's suspended the next right. match. Oh, I guess we'll put in so and so. Yeah. And then that motherfucker does work. Yeah. And the coach is like, "What the fuck?" You Where know, he's just like, from? "Oh shit, <laughs> this guy's pretty good." <laughs> I think that's how Diego Linus was discovered with America. Yeah. They- America's always, they've always, they're like a fucking hospital recently in these past couple years. They're like a fucking (laughs) hospital. Deadass. Everybody's injured. America always, this whole season, they were a fucking big-ass hospital just keeping players on a damn stretcher. And Diego Lanz was discovered by La Volpe. They were, they had a lot of injured players. They saw something in this kid in the fucking, in the U-17s. Brought him up to La Liga, to the uh, Primera, and... Now he's in fucking Betis. Not doing shit, but he's in Betis. Hey, man. <laughs> they produced a player worthy of La Liga. Yep. So, I mean, always kudos to that. Hell yeah. Always. Hell yeah. 100%. 100%. Well, this international break was fun. I'm excited to get back to, you know, watching more Champions League games and especially watching the playoffs and the MLS mm-hmm. and seeing how everything pans out. I, I already said it before on my Twitter. LAFC wins. I'm just going to leave the United States. You said I don't know why. To, you said you're going to Mexico, right? I'm going to go to Mexico. To Lefe? No. Probably. You should, you should go to Lefe. No. Visit El Azteca. I, I think I'm going to visit El Acron. 
<laughs> I think you're talking about the wrong stadium. <laughs> but visit a historic stadium. Yeah, I guess. Historic stadium. I guess. <laughs> I, uh, I honestly, I have always wanted to see that stadium because that stadium is huge. It's man. humongous. That's a big stadium. It's humongous. It, at one point, it was a big, the third biggest stadium in the world. That's crazy. So, it's a you for you know for sure for sure they're gonna play that in the World Cup of twenty twenty. No, twenty-eight. I don't know. They're, it's gonna be joint, right? Yeah, joint with the it's U.S., gonna be Canada. Canada, U.S., Mexico. Mm-hmm. So for sure, they're gonna have games there at the Azteca. We we have quite a bit of time to mm-hmm. rack up some money. Yeah, I I will spend a lot of money yeah. to watch World Cup games. The U.S. needs to build nicer and bigger stadiums for that World Cup. Our stadiums are too small. Way too small. Mexico? The Coliseum is too small. And old. The Rose Bowl is too old. Yeah. The Rose Bowl is big, but it's too old. Old. Uh, Dude, like, the stuff... Not stuff up shit. Uh, Dignity Health? Dignity Health is really tiny. Too small. Yeah. The California Bank or Bank Mm -hmm. of California? Too small. Yeah. I think they don't have anything. Even even the San Jose one, what is it? The Levi Stadium? Yeah. Even then, I think that was kind of small, too. But uh, for sure, for sure, U.S. and Canada need to build more stadiums because Mexico already has. Um, so Mexico has Azteca. They're gonna use it for sure. They have a Cron, who's I have huge. A feeling they're they're gonna use the Rose Bowl. They yeah. always use the Rose Bowl for international games, right? Yeah. Which is gonna suck for us. But yeah. if they build us a, a big stadium in a remote state, I'm willing to travel to that state. Yeah. Within the U.S. to go watch that to game. To go watch the game. It's like, hmm. Maybe less people will go, and the stadium's going to be roomier. Well, they have the Mercedes Stadium. Oh, Atlanta. That's Atlanta. a big stadium. That's a stadium. big stadium, and it's new. It's Damn. brand new. But in Mexico, I think I don't think they're going to build any. Because they got they Atron, got, Azteca. They're they big stadiums, dude. People don't realize Monterrey's how big they new are. stadium, too, which is huge. Yeah. And Cruz Azul is making their stadium, too. So, it's like... I mean, Azteca is like, like a European-sized stadium, dude. Yeah. It's humongous. It's, it's really big. It's humongous. Um, so what do you think about those transfer rumors? Um, I'm, I'm just going to come out with the biggie, first of all. Yeah. Cristiano being linked to Manchester. That was a shocker that Juve wants to get rid of him this summer. I think, I think that if Cristiano's really considering it, Mm -hmm. I think I can already kind of see where he's going with it. Yeah. Meaning he's going to go to Manchester, right? It's like players have to get closure. Certain players yeah. need the closure. Certain right. players always go back to like Rooney did. Yeah, he needed his closure. Like I gotta go back to my home team, you mm-hmm. know, where I came up from. Seal the deal. Totally. Yeah. And I think Cristiano wants to do it, but not retire there. Yeah. So he wants to go play, put in work, you know, help Manchester out. And then I, I have a weird feeling he's coming to the MLS. Just seal the deal. I have a weird feeling he's gonna seal the deal with Beckham. I strongly, I I agree. I think I think he might do that also. I mean, the money's gonna be really good. And, real, and I'm pretty sure. the curse of Cristiano's just gonna continue to chase Iguain <laughs> un- until he sure. retires. Until he retires <laughs> and he just kicks him off the grid. Because <laughs> man, he's been that dude's shadow for decades. But yeah, that that transfer rumor is pretty wild. Right? Yeah, it. I was I was shocked when I heard that Juve didn't want to. Uh, they wanted to sell him. They were, he was gonna go on the transfer market for next summer. Um, it, he Italian, is 35. It, the Italian league is pretty weird. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to play like Ronaldo that scores in 
two goals in like three minutes. Yeah. After coming back from COVID, it's like, why do you want to get rid of them? Especially if because you... because the Italian league is weird. The Italian yeah. league is more. Do we like you? Mm. <laughs> and I feel like Juve's like, we kind of like you. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you're okay. You're, you're scoring, all right. You're scoring like... goals, but you're good. <laughs> As a player, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we want to keep you around any longer. <laughs> Fucking weirdos, man. But I don't think Ronaldo will feel satisfied until he wins a Champions League. With he needs another one because mm-hmm. he's already he's already starting to obviously come to you know face the reality of getting older. Yeah, I don't think the World Cup's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Unless Portugal just wakes up in Qatar and just fucking destroys everyone. Yeah. Right? Which it could happen. Teams wake up like that. Like, Croatia was nobody. Yeah. Until this last World Cup. That's true. And it could easily happen to Portugal. Portugal could easily wake up and be like, we're going to fuck everyone up. And fucking win this shit for Ronaldo. I'm going to take this shit. Uh, I did see that a lot of people were thinking that he might go to PSG. I don't want that to happen. I don't want it either. That's too much of an easy league for him. Do not go to the French but, league, buddy. Especially because you know he's going to watch you. Yeah. I I would legit... I completely lost track of Neymar as soon as he went to that league. I, I looked at the league when I saw how much they paid for him, and I was yeah. like, oh, shit, they got money over there. Exactly. And then I was like, oh, okay. I'm watch <laughs> the game again. That's all they had. <laughs> Speaking of PSG... How do you feel about Mbappé? Mbappé being linked to Real Madrid again? It's gonna happen. He's constantly being too linked many, to too many led like retired legends have stepped up and came to the media and said Mbappé, like you're you're dumb, yeah, you're dumb if you don't go to this team. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's linking that connection already because you can see the chemistry before he yeah. even steps on with the team. He's yeah. he's a Real Madrid player, dude. He is, and for you to meet your full potential. You gotta go test it there. Yeah. You gotta go to Spain. You gotta go to Real Madrid and you have to fucking try it. Yep. You know? I I strongly feel he will be there next summer. If he doesn't extend his contract with PSG. I don't think he will. I mean uh, money talks. PSG yeah. has money. But I I think he's going to Real Madrid. I think so. I would too. love to see it too. I think so. I would too. love to see it. I think he'll look really nice in the in the white jersey. Yeah. Um Neymar being linked to Barca again. I don't want that to happen. I I don't want it either. I absolutely don't want to see that. Like you did your I time. I didn't. I didn't want to see it when he was there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see it now. I wanted to see it the first two seasons, and then you Be- saw it. And and what did you think to yourself? First season it was good. <laughs> Second season I saw him getting earrings. He cut his hair differently. You can tell this guy was getting an airhead on him. First season, he was still... Um, he was still Neymar. He was, he was still, still Neymar from Brazil- Santos. He was Brazilian Neymar. Yeah. But after that second year, when he actually received that moolah... Turned into, he turned into money. He really did. Look at his transfer to PSG, man. Bro. bro. His money. He's money. Barca acquired him for 48 mil. They sold him for 222 yeah, mil. that was chump change. Jeez. Like that... 40-something is chump change. And you can't say Barca didn't have money to acquire new players. You yeah. fucking sold Neymar for 222. They acquired the wrong ones. That's all I got to say. Um, now, do you really think... Now, speaking of Barca, do you really think they need Memphis to pay? No. Do you think he's going to make a difference no. if he goes? No. Not at all. 
There's, I don't know. There's key players that need to be replaced. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone he could replace. I don't think he fits the Barcelona. The, the position he plays, he... No. I don't think he fits Barcelona. He didn't do anything in Manchester United. He didn't fit for Manchester United. You know, strangely, I I love Chelsea. Mm-hmm. But strangely, I just want to see Manchester do good. Yeah. You know? But that's a team where I see players like Memphis Depay. And I'm like, you guys aren't using him to your advantage. Mm-hmm. And they don't use other players to their advantage. They didn't use him correctly. Um, he was, I think, on Manchester United, he was playing uh, left wing. Wrong. And I think at where he is now in Marseille, he plays as a striker. And he's almost scoring the goals. Yeah. So... I don't know, man. Some teams just don't see it. Uh-uh. Definitely not. And Manchester United is one of the, the teams that you're like, dude, you have like names like Rashford, names like fucking Pogba, names the GI and the fucking goaltender. It's like, why are you... Why do you have such like really bad... Um, not chemistry, but like... People just talking bad on you. Like, yeah. Like, Manchester United is not a team that... You, that a bad rep. Yeah, yeah. bad rep yeah. right now. Because... But I do feel that a lot of their players, like the way they act, I see videos of the way they act in training and stuff like that. They act like they're they're really cocky. Yeah. As far as um, Bogba and um, Lingard, Jesse Lingard. Yeah. Really cocky players. Um, Bogba has always been that cocky. Yeah. Man. Ever since Matt, ever since Juve. Yeah. But he's a great player. No, no where, did, so. where did um? Oh, it was Man City uh, Balotelli? Mm, yeah. yeah. That dude. That that dude was something else. I remember when he played against Galaxy and he did that fucking heel kick and he missed it. They took his ass took out. Took his ass out right, right there and there. <laughs> the, and he looks at the coach like, why are you taking me out? Yeah, why are you taking me out? <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? That was, in the eyes of a Galaxy player, that was the most disrespectful thing you could ever do. Because you were literally right in front of the goal and you just wanted to do like a, like a little cheeky goal. But you fucking but missed. Not only did he miss, there was like no effort in the maneuver. No effort, exactly. He just kind of like walked around, smacked yeah. it. Yeah. It was just kind of like, what What was that? It made it seem like he was in fucking training, just fucking around. <laughs> and that's why the coach took him out. I was like, you're out. Yeah, get out. out of here, dude. <laughs> Man, that dude is, uh, like, I respect him because of the player, what he did for Italy. Um, and, like, he did get a lot of racism shit, which is. Yeah, it's not good. That's, that's not good. Like, I've always. It's just like the the patch that they have in the Champions League respect, like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, his uh, his mind in in the game is super cocky, and you just don't. Do I shit like I that. understand that you got to get into your own head. Yeah. To play a game because if you're in your own head, other people can't get in. Right. But some of these players go too deep. Yeah. And they lose themselves and they do stupid shit like that. Definitely. <laughs> Guess what? You're fucking out of here, buddy. Out of here. <laughs> We're gonna sub in fucking no name for you. For real. Ah oh, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, to to wrap it up, uh, there are two great matches that I think in my book that are gonna be really great international this week. You have Uruguay versus Brazil. Yep. For the Comet Board for qualifying for the World Cup, that's and then you got Spain and Germany for the UEFA Nations. Oh, it's gonna be that's gonna be weird though, because. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, are they to the point where it's either Brazil makes it or Uruguay makes it? Uh, or can they still both make it after that match? They can still both make it. Okay. But... I was um, going to say, man, that's that sucks. <laughs> but also, it, you can either make it or break it, though. Because yeah. the, the in points, they're very close, all of them. Like, from... You have Colombia, who's in, like, 
seventh place, and with the one win, takes them up to first to second place. Oh, okay. You go to Wahoo's in second place. So it's if tight. they lose, yeah. it's just it's super tight, super tight. As far as the Nations League, I'm not really sure how that one's going. Um, but just the name, Spain, Germany, like that's a big name on paper. You just those are must watch games. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's. I think that's it for this week. Well, uh, we'll recap on Champions League next week. We'll recap on what happens on the playoffs for the yeah. MLS and La Liga, and Liga Mekis. They're playing their playoffs this weekend more as well. More international, more 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 football, dude. More football, yeah. We have a lot. We have uh, just as the players are being pushed, we're also being pushed to lose all these games right now. <laughs> God damn it, we gotta watch those. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm tired. <laughs>